welcome to the Catholic Connect podcast. I'm your host, David Scubin. This is a podcast for all Catholics and people of goodwill who strive to live in the world, but not be of the world. First and foremost, we need to be disciples of Jesus ourselves, and then we go forth and make disciples of all nations, just as our Lord commanded. Through a series of timely topics and great guests, we will take that long and narrow journey to heaven together, encouraging each other in faith and virtue along the way. So let's get started. Praise be Jesus Christ now and forever. We're so happy to, and uh, so blessed to have Father Chris come back to join us. You know him from uh, Grand in Media and some of the YouTube videos that Father Chris puts out through that, uh, through Grand in Media and also through A Beggar's Heart, which is a great podcast that Father Chris hosts. And if you're blessed enough to live in the Fort Saskatchewan area, he's your parish priest. So Father Chris, thanks for joining us again to, uh, to chat a little bit about the subject of dispensation. My pleasure. So let's start, I guess, first on defining what exactly dispensation from attending Sunday Mass is. And I would say that there's probably two different eras that we talk about this. One is the normal era, era which we're not really living in now. We're kind of living in a unique time. Uh, but uh, what was the, the understanding of dispensation from Sunday Mass before COVID-19? Well, a dispensation in general is just a relaxation of church law. So when all those things that we are bound to by the laws of the church, it's a relaxation of that law for a particular reason, given. And the ones who have the permission to do that for the faithful are the bishops and the priests. So basically what's happening is when it comes up to laws of the church, the faithful, as an act of obedience and faith, are coming to their church leader, to their pastor, to the bishop, and asking, for this reason, can I be dispensed from this obligation that I have? Or can this law that I am bound to as a Catholic be relaxed for this particular instance? So normally a dispensation is only granted for one particular occasion, which is different than what we have now, which is kind of a blanket dispensation for all Catholics until further notice. And so that's kind of unique in the realm of granting dispensations in the church. So I guess pre, pre-COVID-19, if in Alberta here, we have a lot of people that work shift work, for example, that could be in the medical field, it could be people in oil and gas, uh, some people uh, will work in remote camps as well for one or two weeks at a time. Uh, what would be the the rule, I guess, for for folks like that that are actually working out and really have no access to to mass at all on a Sunday? Well, as an act of obedience in faith, they would be going to their pastor ahead of time before missing a Sunday obligation and asking for permission to miss their Sunday obligation. And they would be leaving the decision in the pastor's hands as to whether or not they had valid reason or not. So, for example, if a nurse was working night shift Saturday and Sunday, well, is that a valid reason for missing Mass on Sunday? 
it would be a challenge because they would maybe have to stay up longer after their Saturday night shift to go to an early Sunday morning mass. So in my case, I would not grant a dispensation from Sunday mass for a nurse working 12 hour night shifts over the weekend. Yes, it's a sacrifice, but it's a worthwhile one. Whereas one of the examples you mentioned about being up in a camp up north, well, they're working multiple days on, seven, 14 days on, and they're in the middle of nowhere. There's no way that they can get away from the camp to go find the nearest church because the nearest church is two hours away. It's not feasible to do that, and they don't get any days off within that time. So what I would do, what a priest would normally do, is if the dispensation is granted, then instruction would be given, okay, because you cannot go to Mass, read the readings from Mass on Sunday, and take a time of prayer and reflection on Sunday to keep it a holy day as much as you're able to. Right? So something in lieu would be given as a way of keeping the Sabbath day holy. Yeah, that makes sense for sure, Father. And I guess maybe to build on that point, it's, it's probably fair to say that in order for there to be a dispensation for anything, there must be an obligation for something, right? So uh, i got this little excerpt from the Catechism of the Catholic Church uh, from 2181. It says, The Sunday Eucharist is the foundation and confirmation of all Christian practice. For this reason, the faithful are obliged to participate in the Eucharist on days of obligation, unless excused for a serious reason or dispensed by their own pastor. Those who deliberately fail in this obligation commit a grave sin. So uh, the examples that they give in the catechism says, for example, illness or the care of infants. And we see we probably have a lot of family uh, people and folks out there that, are, that have little children and know that when they're sick, it can be a little bit difficult to, uh, to get out and go to Mass. But um, the really cool thing I think that the church has done, I don't think it's always been this way, Father. You might have to correct me on this, but even having a Saturday evening mass. Um, uh, I think it's anytime after 4 p.m., I believe, on a Saturday would would count as attending Sunday mass. And then even, not sure if they still do or not, but I know I took advantage of it when I was younger, but I know that there was a mass at the University of Alberta, and it was called the Last Chance Mass. Uh, it was kind of coined that. And it was quite late on a Sunday night, usually like it was 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock. So, so the nice thing about the Church Father, it seems that the church has reached out to the people and said, Hey, we understand that you're busy and you're doing a lot of things on the weekend, but we're going to give you a window of, you know, more than 12 hours, even 16 hours to attend mass. Right. So, so that's, uh, do you know when that started father? I'm not even sure. I couldn't tell you for sure, but, um, it's probably only in the last 50, 60 years that a vigil mass, um, exists mm -hmm. it didn't exist before part of that too is because uh, the societies we lived in were generally christian and sundays there was nothing going on so there wasn't really anything that would prevent people from going to mass the more that we moved away from a christian culture to a secular culture more and more things started happening on a sunday expectations from employers of working on a sunday so then the church adapted to the that need right and it is important to note too that if you are a worker, you do have rights to attend Mass on Sunday, attend worship. Um, I know that there's, we mentioned kind of an extreme case with people working up north 
northern Alberta or BC in a, in a camp, but um, you know, there is uh, an obligation for employers to allow a Catholic to go to mass on a Sunday. They can't keep you working there for 24 hours and say you can't go. So I just wanted to make sure I pointed that out. Um, so now we've got the life of this, this virus that is, uh, as we record this, um, hopefully one day when people listen to this in the archives, they'll kind of look back and kind of, kind of chuckle a little bit, but it's definitely a serious time right now. There is a dispensation, at least here in the Archdiocese of Edmonton, and uh, Father, you already kind of mentioned that a little bit, but um, maybe we could just reiterate that definition. Does this cover everybody, uh, this sort of a sweeping dispensation from attending Sunday Mass because of this virus? Yeah, so we are presently dispensed until further notice of our Sunday obligation. So the obligation to attend Mass on Sunday is dispensed for all Catholics in the Archdiocese of Edmonton until the bishop says otherwise. So, you know, I guess similar to um, folks that in, in normal circumstances, when they're attaining a dispensation from their pastor to uh, either attend Mass on a, on a different day or, or say the prayers on the Sunday as opposed to going to Sunday service, what about people that are, I'm going you know, look at myself, someone that's able-bodied that goes out regularly to go shopping and uh, interacts with people on a regular basis with the, the current precautions that are in effect here in Alberta. Um, Sunday comes around and I'm a big sports fan. Uh, I may have that dispensation, that sweeping dispensation because I live in the Archdiocese of Edmonton, but you know, I like Formula One racing. I usually race on a Sunday. Could go to mass at nine o'clock or I could sit and watch that race sit and watch the race instead of going to mass. NFL starts at around 11 o'clock. Could go to that mass too, but I decided to say, ah, I'm kind of comfortable here having my breakfast and my coffee. Stay and watch football most of the day. Then Sunday night comes around, I might have my last chance mass, but like, oh, you know, you gotta sign up for those things. I, I don't know if I can go to another parish and do that. I'm just given a, just a hypothetical situation for you, Father Chris, but for somebody like me, is that really gonna fly? for um, a person that makes those excuses, sits around, maybe watches sports instead of going to mass? Well, when we talk about an individual and kind of their, their life as a Catholic, we'll talk about external and internal forum. So the external forum is something that we're capable of making a judgment on. It's things that are visible, right? So, we can make a judgment while well, somebody came to Mass or they didn't come to Mass, right? That's visible, it's tangible. You either showed up or you didn't show up. Internal forum would be the interior part of the individual soul and their intention behind the decisions that they made and the motivation behind why they chose what they chose. So in that same instance, they didn't go to Mass because they were ill and so they couldn't go to mass right so that that not isn't necessarily external maybe it's not visible illness that we can make a judgment on or something else that's kind of a internal reality so the dispensation that we have is basically dispensing us from that external obligation to go to mass right so there's no external pressure or external obligation on us to be present at mass on sunday 
for the time being. In the past, there would be. The expectation, the obligation of a Catholic was to be present at Mass on Sunday, unless valid reason was there to not be able to be present. What's happened now with this blanket dispensation, where you don't have that external obligation on you, now the question falls back to yourself and your own internal obligation. So internally, if there is something preventing you from going, so we've heard what those are many times, you know, are you immunocompromised? Are you a caretaker for someone who's immunocompromised? Is your anxiety such that you're not going out into those public spaces? Those things will be internal that as a pastor, I can't make a judgment on that for the person, but they're making the, the judgment that this is a valid reason for me to not be at Mass. Now, the challenge is, if none of those reasons apply, then you should be at Mass. Because you should have an internal sense of expectation or obligation on yourself that if there's nothing in the way of being at Mass, you should be at Mass. And in, in the industry too, Father, there's, uh, there's something called a risk assessment uh, um, where there's potentially a dangerous situation or uh, something that could be harmful to somebody's health. And uh, there's sort of a checklist of different things that, that uh, a work site will go down and say, okay, you know, in case something extreme happens, we can, this is the solution or this is what we need to do. This is where we need to evacuate to, for example, in the case of uh, an emergency. I look at all the, the, the churches that we have, the Catholic churches, especially the parishes, we've gone through to great lengths to make sure that, um, you know, everything is sanitized, people are distanced. There's, uh, there's been a lot of risk assessment done and a lot of things that have been done to hopefully to, to alleviate a lot of people's concerns. And, um, and, and to your point too, Father, I, this is definitely not to, to point a finger at people who legitimately do have either a fear or a concern, depending on if they're caretakers or if they already have a, a pre-existing medical condition that could be them a little bit more vulnerable. But, you know, even at our parish, Father, look at the, the average age of the, the folks that are coming, and it's quite high. There are people that probably are a little bit higher risk, but they go because they love the Lord, I think, and they want to be close to the Lord. They want to participate in the Eucharist. And that's what I, kind of the message that I, I think that both of us want to, to give to our listeners today is that, uh, you know, if you are able-bodied and you are healthy, and you are been going out to the, the secular world, whether that's going to work or going to the grocery store and doing the other things. You know, going to Mass is such an important thing. Uh, receiving the Eucharist and going to confession, those are, that's the sacramental life, right, Father? That's what, that's really the life of the church and, and gives a life to our soul. And that's really the only thing that, that really matters, the most important thing in our life. So, you know, participating from home is one thing. I know we've also got a, a stream online that we can, we can watch Mass, but I wanted to, to give a quick quote. This is from the Catechism of the Catholic Church, uh, 2179. And it, uh, it's in the context of what defines a parish community. And there's a quote from St. John Christosom here. It says, you cannot pray at home as at church, where there is a great multitude, where exclamations are cried out to God as from one great heart, and where there is something more, the union of minds, the accord of souls, the bond of charity, in the prayers of the priests. 
And um, so I, I want to invite people to, to come back to Mass, wherever you are, whether you're in the Fort Saskatchewan area or anywhere. If um, It's important that you come back, Father. What, do you have something you want to add to that, maybe? Yeah, I guess, you know, again, the internal forum, we can't make a judgment on that. And so, yes, a lot of our seniors have come back to Mass, even though they might be in the high-risk category, but a lot of them have a pretty well, a different view of, of COVID. They, it's not really something that's high on their concern list. And other people, it might be a higher concern, even though they're not in the high-risk category. And so be it. There's, there's no judgment on that. But let's say just evaluate your own life. You know, if what other things are you doing in your life? You know, are you comfortable going out in the grocery store? Well, in my opinion my opinion only the church is a safer place than the grocery store right now with the protocols that we have put in place ensuring people's safety when they come um you know do you have kids out in activities even if they're in cohorts you're still increasing the risk when you go out into cohorts the way things are set up in the church we're all in the same place but we're not a cohort we're still staying isolated from each other by physical distancing, by proper sanitization, by wearing masks. All of these things allow us to be present in the same place but not be considered a cohort, right? So look at your own life and the decisions that you're making about how you're living during the pandemic. And if you're taking risks in other places, should we not be taking a risk for the sake of the Eucharist in our life? Yeah, beautifully put, Father. Um, I've got a couple of quotes here, too, from St. John Vianney. He's the patron saint of, of parish priests as well, and and just building on that point of, of the Eucharist. And it really is the it's the, the source and summit of the Christian life for us Catholics. It's, it's just so beautiful and so important. So the first one here from St. John Vianney, there's nothing so great as the Eucharist. If God had something more precious, he would have given it to us. And the second one is, put all the good works in this world against one holy mass and they will be as a grain of sand beside a mountain and the last one is uh, is short but it's it's a beauty if we really understood the mass we would die of joy so yeah, i just want to invite uh, people you know like the father said if you're take that what's your intent and, and review your soul and review your life and see where you're at right now and that uh, attendance of sunday mass is is something that uh, it's of so much importance to yourself and to your family and if you can come um, I think I can speak for all the parishes in our diocese and probably all around the world. Please come. We want you to come and we want you to partic participate in the in the Eucharist and the Mass with us. So, Father, I really appreciate you, you joining us for this and, uh, and giving us a little bit of um, direction and some clarification on what dispensation means. Uh, but I also want to, uh, before we take off here for, for this episode, uh, let us know if there's anything... Uh, on the online that you have i know you've got a video too maybe you want to chat about that it uh, had something to do with baseball so i like baseball so i i quite enjoyed that so uh, what was that one about is about baseball like the scientific method and temptation uh, i think that's your latest video father chris uh, anything else that you got out there that you want to you want to uh, share with us yeah so there's those what you mentioned the vlogs they come out about every five weeks or so it's kind of our targeted schedule. And then um, the podcast is simply just my Sunday homilies that I record for those who 
might gain something from it. And so you can find those on A Beggar's Heart on Facebook is the page. Um, and all those things are clumped together on, on Facebook there. Oh, perfect. And I'll uh, make sure that those, uh, those are in the show notes as well for people to go and uh, search them out and have a listen or a view. That would be great. Father, it's, uh, it's, been, uh, it's been a blessing to have you. And hopefully we can catch up with you again very soon. Thank you. Well, big thanks to Father Chris for joining us again on the podcast to clarify a few things when it comes to Sunday dispensation. I hope it was helpful for you. Uh, I wanted to correct something I said earlier. I'm not sure what time I was looking at, but uh, I mentioned that there was a window of 12 to 16 hours for you to attend Mass on the weekend. And uh, that's more like 24 to 28 hours, actually. It's quite a, quite a bit. So on a Saturday night at 4 o'clock, that's called a vigil mass so it still counts as a sunday mass so four o'clock on saturday evenings and then right through till the end of the day sunday you can attend mass attending mass between those times would fulfill your obligation for attending sunday mass i just wanted to make sure that i clarified that again a big thank you to father chris and uh, again as uh, just speaking to you from me i just want to invite you to come back to mass Come back to to the sacramental life and receiving the Eucharist and going to confession. Uh, We miss you and we need you in the church and we need you to be active in the church and, and God wants you to be active in the church. So thanks so much again for listening, everyone. Uh, appreciate uh, all of the prayers that you've been giving me and the support and uh, look forward to chatting with you again soon. And of course, uh, Catholics, you know the drill. Confession, three times a year at least, every Advent, every Lent, and every time anytime you're in a state of mortal sin don't even spend a second of your life there thanks for listening god bless you and we'll talk to you soon